Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo, your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview. It's good to be with you guys today. The subject we're talking about today is one we've covered before in the past, but we're going to dive a little deeper into a little more of a niche specific part of it. And so we've talked about rest in terms of Sabbath in a previous podcast, which again, you should go back and listen to if you haven't, because we're going to talk about some stuff today that predicates what we've talked about there. We talked about how research shows what adequate sleep looks like and what it does for your body. Again, that's at least seven to eight hours of sleep per night. I would say it's more to nine, eight to 10 hours. But that leads to positive correlations in things like your mood, alertness, your reaction time, your short-term memory transferred over to long-term memory. Uh, It increases your focus and concentration. It affects your ability to have sensitivity to insulin spikes. So uh, again, you you might be at risk of obesity or diabetes if you're getting poor sleep. And adequate sleep decreases the risk of heart disease, stroke, global inflammation, and other diseases that are linked to that, which is about a dozen or a couple dozen or so. Today, we're going to talk about biohacking sleep. Should you be taking power naps or not? The average American, as we talked about, does not get that seven to eight hours of sleep. It's actually pretty atrocious. The average American is getting more like six and a half hours of sleep a night, which means that all the positive things I just mentioned means that you're you're at a risk for a decreasing those things. So having poor uh, or a worse mood, being more depressed, you're being sluggish, less alert, slow reaction time, your short-term memory is not getting turned over to long-term memory. So you're more forgetful. You don't have focus or concentration. You're you're a lot more less sensitive to insulin spikes. So all of a sudden now you're getting you're eating more. Your body's not not receptive to the amount of sugar you've just eaten and it can't produce its own. So therefore you're eating and consuming way more. You're more likely to be obese, to be uh, at risk of diabetes and a risk of all those other uh, inflammatory caused uh, issues like heart disease, stroke, cancers, that kind of stuff. So not to be a downer, but let's talk about this. Basically, I read an article recently that was just talking about how many Olympic and elite level athletes used uh, naps in the middle of their day to help them and biohack their recovery. And I love that term biohacking. It's interesting. Makes me think of Andy Huberman. Yeah, it does a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so basically biohacking, it's it's a relatively new term used. And is it good for you? Like I hear biohacking and I think God's designed our physiology to operate a certain way. Should we be man-made hacking this? So so yeah, and there's, there's different caveats to biohacking. Defined really, it just means various tips and tricks for enhancing the body's ability to function at its at peak performance. Again, I've been skeptical about this too. I think it's just more of an eye-catching title than anything else in this. More like bio-support, not biohack. Yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not going to, I mean, I want to think of biohacking. It's like people who are like trying to take, you know, experimental drugs to like make themselves or, or you know, synthetically produced hormones to make them, you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. So this one is, it's more, it was the title of the article that I'm, that's why I, I liked it, but. So in order to talk about about you know sleep at night versus cat napping versus like power napping, let's dive into some some sleep cycles. So I'm gonna talk. This is gonna get a little a little deep, but it's okay. Basically, there's five basic stages of sleep, and the first four are kind of all known as non-REM sleep. And REM just stands for rapid eye movement. So the first stage of sleep, it's just like, man, you're you're groggy, you're kind of slightly falling asleep, be easily aroused and awakened. Stage two. Uh, it's light sleep. Your eye movement, your brain waves, they slow down. Stage three, 
is delta wave sleep. And delta waves are basically when they put a, a cap on you to, to measure um, what's going on. That's the slowest recorded brain wave that they've found. So these begin to appear. They're associated with the deepest levels of relaxation, restorative, and healing sleep. So stage three, you kind of start getting to that deeper sleep. Stage four is just straight deep sleep. It's this is the one where you can pick up somebody's arm and drop this it. This is where I feel like you exist the entire night. It's great. It's Deep great. sleep. I literally cannot wake you up. <laughs> it's difficult to wake up. You have a ton of delta waves present. And then you slip into something called REM sleep. It's stage five. And REM, again, stands for rapid eye movement. Your breathing becomes irregular and, and deep and your eyes are moving. Um, this is where dreams and lucid, uh, almost hallucinations happen. So the cool thing is it, it takes you about the first time you hit this, this full stage our full stages one through five takes you about 90 minutes to hit that. Every subsequent subsequent uh, cycle of sleep, you get to that deep sleep and REM sleep faster and faster. And so there's some research out there that shares that you need to actually be hitting this, you know, six, seven times a night. And the more hours you get of this before midnight, the better and deeper quality of sleep you get. So this is why we're, my wife's huge about trying to go to bed around, you know, nine mm-hmm. to nine, nine thirty, as opposed to like 11, because you get a chance to hit that maybe two or three times through the whole cycle. Just, Before just, midnight, which I've read is really important. And we have a two year old that you just never know when she's going to wake up. It could true. be five. That's and true. that's actually kind of regular. So, um, so the biggest thing is, you know, if sleep is so important, and this is kind of how our bodies sleep and the time it takes for us to get to those different quality parts of sleep, why are these uh, these elite athletes napping during the day? And the biggest thing is, well, they're napping because they're also working out probably five to six hours during the day. Like one of them was Michael Phelps when he was uh, competing during his Olympic training, and he was consuming 5,000 calories of food a day. He was in the pool like five or six hours in the morning and maybe back and doing strength training and then stuff at the end. So it's just, he was taking, you know, a, a two to three hour nap every day in the middle of the day so he can recover. And so, yes, mm-hmm. sleep is a huge it's probably the biggest, maybe not the biggest, but one of the most underutilized forms of recovery uh, out there. So if you're somebody who's an elite level athlete or you're a college athlete or a high school athlete and you have the time to maybe take a, you know, a, a snooze in the middle of the day, they were taking you know, a two to three hour nap where they were getting you know, two full REM cycles. Okay, That's, That was the key part right there. If you're somebody who is maybe not maybe a huge athlete or maybe you are, but you have less time in your day because you're too busy and you've got work or school or whatever, hitting a cat nap or a power nap or uh, that kind of thing is important. You have to time it out right. Now, we just talked about you know how long it takes to roughly go through the entire stages. It takes about 20 to 30 minutes for you to start hitting that stage three, that delta wave sleep where the delta waves begin to form in your brain. It's important that you don't get too deep into that. If you get too deep into sleep and you wake up, you'll be more tired than you will be refreshed. That's why I don't like to nap because I feel like every time I take a nap, my daughter wakes up and I'm way worse off than I was before I took the nap. It's important. So timing is important. And and there's some people who will say, you know, as, this is difficult if you can't fall asleep right away. Or when I like first gave birth to our daughter, everyone's like, sleep when baby sleeps. But we had this like parade of visitors coming over and I always felt like, boy, I'm going to just fall asleep and then someone's going to come drop off a meal or come to say hi or come do this. Yes. And so I've just avoided naps, I think, because I'm afraid it's going to 
be harder on me. Yeah, and I don't think you should, you should avoid naps, but definitely you have to have the time for it. And, and the older you get, the more specific. Actually, a fun fact. So, like, would I be better off napping on, like, a vacation? I think you would be, yes. Okay. Taking a nap by the pool or, you know, uh, in, your, in your hotel room in the middle when of the day. When you can let your body wake itself up. When you can, yeah, that'd be great. Because, again, you, you won't naturally come out of sleep if you're in deep sleep. You will naturally come out when you're back to that stage one. That's why sometimes you wake up, you know, and you're, like, you're groggy or you're in the or you're like wake up and you're like oh man everything's roses it literally depends on when you come out of that it's which i find fascinating some of you probably listen to this are like i don't really care it's important it's it is true though like when even if i don't get much sleep if i wake up on my own i'm so much happier than when it's my daughter that woke me up (laughs) (laughs) that's true thanks for listening to the daily well podcast with andrew and kay seppo if you have any questions or topic ideas you can reach out to the daily well podcast on our website myhopefm.net just click podcast uh, and so uh, there's one other one other version of sleeping or napping that i want to talk about and it's something that uh, that my wife can explain it's something called a coffee nap and so what what's the premise <laughs> of a coffee nap yeah i've never done them because i'm just not a big napper but my roommate in grad school was huge on this during exam time. And she would chug a pretty large coffee and then take a really quick 20, 30 minute cat nap and then get up and study. And so that way she was kind of capitalizing on getting some rest, especially if she knew she was going to be up late, but then had the benefits of the caffeine to stay up and stay focused. Yeah. And so again, the idea is that the caffeine takes time to take effect and get into your bloodstream. And so if you can give yourself the 15 or 20 minutes that it takes when you wake up and you're not quite in that deep sleep, you're a little more refreshed, but all of a sudden you're mm-hmm. ready to go. And right away you have that kick of caffeine. But that is something you probably would want to reserve for like special seasons of yes. life because you were just talking in a previous episode to leave 10 hours between caffeine and going to bed. Yes. This, and you probably don't need a sleep. Yeah. Yes. So that, that said, early. The, 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 the idea of, okay, if you're an elite athlete or you're somebody who's, who's powerlifting and you want to recover, taking a two to three hour nap in the middle of the day is phenomenal. It helps you. If you're an average person and you don't have that kind of time, finding, you know, 20, 30 minutes of, of time throughout the day to take a, a, a power nap like that, phenomenal. Um, if you're somebody who, you know, on an emergency basis, maybe you're somebody like me who's about to drive down to Florida for 20 hours, right? And you need to be mindful of, hey, my wife and I are going to go and switch back and forth as we drive through the night. But taking a, a quick power nap can help give you that little boost of, of, of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, for, so there's there's times of this, but the idea of being mindful and, and knowing that sleep, again, can we biohack sleep? Well, I think the answer is probably, yeah. It's it's if you're mindful of the time that you spend and how how you utilize it. It's great power, and with great power comes great responsibility. All my nerds out there say, what, what? No, uh, it's 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 important to know that sleep is a really great tool in your holistic wellness tool belt. Um, but to focus more on night sleep first. Yes, you, this, should, this should not um, be in place of getting quality sleep. Um, and the research that I found said that this in tandem with that can be a huge benefit. But if you're somebody who's having difficulty sleeping at night, we could talk about whole other things we already have actually of, of reasons you might not be getting sleep. Um, the the, the mm-hmm. list is long, but this should not be taking place of that. If you're finding yourself taking these naps on a regular basis to just exist, to, just, to exist, uh, there's a deeper issue. These are just gonna be something that I think is really effective if, again, in a short term, if you're maybe a student or you're somebody who in a, in, a, in a random case needs to have this, napping on a regular basis has been linked to great longevity but again, I think it's because we're in such a hurry society that we can't yeah. stop. So I'm not telling you that you need to do all that, but 
uh, being able to have um, a, a slowed down pace of life really good for you. So hopefully that was, that was, that was interesting. Again, we, we dove a little deeper into the science behind what goes on. I think that's kind of fun. That's why I loved going to grad school and learning about the body. The REM cycles, sleep cycles, really cool because it's, it's all subconscious. It's all unconscious. Again, things happen when you sleep. And when you sleep well, your body is rested. Again, muscles recover faster. Um, toxins are eliminated from the body. Your brain actually cleanses itself every time you sleep. So it's really important to kind of hit that pillow. Hopefully that was encouraging. If you like that and you want to hear more about that kind of stuff, let us know. Again, we, this is kind of more of a deep dive. If you couldn't tell, this is this is a, a something that was near and dear to my heart. But I am passionate about this. It's uh, this is one of our, the the keystone habits we talked about is sleep, and sleep is so crucial for your body, for your health, and for your overall wellness. Uh, and again, it's the reason why God talks about rest. I mean, we literally it's in Genesis two, not the, quite the first chapter, but literally <laughs> the very beginning of the second chapter of the Bible, God talks about how he rested after yes. he created uh, the world. And so if it's important enough for God and, and it's something that he commanded his people to do, to, to rest on the Sabbath, uh, and, and Sabbath itself is a great practice. Um, so uh, we, we are firm believers of it. Uh, if you can biohack or if you can, you know, from on not a regular basis, but when needed, um, be mindful to get a little cat nap here or there, maybe once a week, maybe once a month when your kid's sleeping and you've had a rough day. It is a huge benefit to you to be rested fully, um, present where you're at and when you're at to be the best mom, dad, brother, sibling, uh, boss, coworker that you can be. So hopefully this blesses you guys, and we uh, we hope that you take this and uh, and yeah, run with it. If you have any questions, sweet. If this encourages you, share this podcast with somebody. We want to be a blessing to as many people as we can, and we know that God created you to be um, uniquely you. And uh, we hope that you wherever you're at have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. We pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can at myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.